This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Girl Fit Method podcast, guys. So on today's episode, I'm actually going live on TikTok. So I'm recording this live as we chat and I am going to be chatting about the seven things that make people successful in achieving their fitness goals. So I've identified the the main seven things that in my opinion and from my experience, I see people really holds on to it and that results in the phenomenal results that they receive. So I want to jump straight into it and really go into depth into each of these seven points so you can take away some value and try to implement it within your fitness journey. Okay, let's get into number one. Now, this is super important. So when we, as a fitness professional, probably one of the most common questions I get asked is how do you stay motivated? How do you stay motivated? People can stay motivated for a short period of time. Maybe they sign up to a challenge and then they fall off the bandwagon. And do you know what? In my experience, it's usually about week three. People are usually really, really motivated whenever they try anything new. It hits week three. Things get a little bit boring. The novelty wears off and you just can't be stuffed following through on what you initially thought you would be following through on. So point number one is they take action. So people that are successful take action before feeling motivated. Guys, this is key. So when we want to start anything new, initially, you're going to have a bit of a rush of energy because things are new. Like I spoke about, they're exciting, but at some point things drop off, right? And when you've committed to yourself to achieve a certain goal, there will be points when things feel hard and we always want to revert back to comfort, whatever's easiest and whatever feels most comfortable for us. Now, if you are solely relying on motivation to continue to push you through to achieve your goal, you're going to give up. I'm telling you that right now. What you need to understand is that, first of all, taking action and imperfect action, so not waiting to feel like it's the right time that everything's, or your ducks are in, oh gosh, is, it, is that the saying? Your ducks, your ducks are in a row. That's the saying. But just beginning is really, really, really important. So first of all, I want you to take action before feeling motivated. Forget about motivation. Guys, motivation comes when you are successful at achieving something or when you've created a habit. And you know, now that you've created that habit, You've actually building more confidence in yourself when you're more confident, you then have the motivation. So it's kind of flipped on its head. Action comes first. Motivation is a result of taking action. So please stop asking people or looking at people that you think, you know, oh my goodness, I want to be at where you're at. I want to be at the point that you're at. How do you stay motivated? That person's just created new habits for themselves and that's become a part of their lifestyle. And now it's just second nature. So they take action before they feel motivated. All right, number two, getting organized. So people that are successful are organized. Like in anything, if you are leaving things to the last minute or you're just trying to sort things out as you go, hoping for the best, 
That might work on days when things go to plan, but as you would know, life doesn't always happen like that. So planning ahead is really important. And in particular, well, actually, look, I would say for both nutrition and for training. So let's break that down. Let's talk about training. We're all busy. We all have really busy lives. And the first thing I want you to think about is making sure that the expectations you're putting on yourself with what you can achieve in regards to your exercises in a week are achievable. And the really good way I like to think about it is asking yourself the question on your worst week. So the week when things at work are just absolutely crazy, when you've got a sick kid or when you're just not feeling it, or you've had a family tragedy, or you've just had a fight with your partner and you're feeling flat on your really, really bad weeks. What is the minimum you can commit to? When you figure out what that minimum is that you can commit to, that becomes now your goal. So let's just say you think, all right, well, with all of that going on, I could commit to two to three days per week. All right, so let's go three days per week. Now, if you have weeks and you're able to get in more training, then that's going to be a bonus for you. However, you've set the bar and the expectation for yourself to achieve your fitness goals, to achieve, you know, completing your workouts in a day to really an achievable amount. And so What's happening is that you are building confidence because you're actually able to follow through on that goal that you set. And the issue I see for most people is they go into something and they set the bar really high. And like we just spoke about in the first point, they're super motivated at the beginning, but then life happens and then they feel like they let themselves down. They lose confidence in themselves and they think that they've failed essentially. And it's not that they've failed. They have just set unrealistic expectations for themselves. So what you want to do is set goals for yourself that you know that you can achieve. Now, getting organized. Okay, so you know what your week's like. You need to plan ahead. You need to set aside time in your schedule. Guys, I have for the routine for my day, if I do not set aside time to work out and make that a non-negotiable, trust me, it will not get done. So it comes down to prioritizing and it comes down to planning ahead. Nutrition, very important. Now, the main issue that I see people have with their nutrition is number one, hitting their calories. Number two, hitting their protein. Now, if you are not prepared ahead of time, good luck hitting these two things. A really great way to implement some sort of structure with your nutrition is just planning ahead even a day before. So the way that I like to think about it is if you are tracking your food in an app like MyFitnessPal, what I would suggest doing is making sure that you identify what you're going to be having for your main meals. So your breakfast, lunch, and your dinner. Pre-log that, guys. Grab that, put that in the next day. Okay, so now you've got a tally of what your protein's going to be for that day with those three meals, and then also what those calories are going to be for those three meals. Okay, so now you have a good idea of how much more protein you need to get in in the day, and then also how much more calories or less calories you need in order to hit your goals. If you just leave it to the day, in particular protein, Protein is very hard to get in if you aren't being prepared. And the reason for that is is it's so easy to get in fats and carbohydrates because so many snack foods and easy foods to access really are more so carb heavy and fat heavy. So we think about grabbing a piece of fruit, a muesli bar, you know, some nuts, anything that's easy and on the go is usually higher in carbohydrates and fats. Not a bad thing. But what that means is you don't really need to plan ahead as much for those macros. However, When we talk about protein, protein usually takes a bit of preparation. 
You know, you can't just grab a raw piece of chicken breast and start munching on it. You need to cook it. You need to season it. So planning ahead with your protein is going to be pivotal in order for you to be successful. And look, I am a really big fan of meal prepping. I'm also a very big fan of keeping things simple. If you try to overcomplicate things with your nutrition, you're not going to be able to stick to it long term. Even if you go from Monday through to Friday, you meal prep your meals, you have a couple of meals that you rotate, just keep things simple, guys. It's what's going to make things the easiest for you if you go into it feeling like you need to be cooking some gourmet meal for your, for your breakfast, lunch, and your dinner every day. That's just not going to be sustainable, especially on the weeks when you're really busy or you have things that pop up. So keeping things achievable and maintainable is going to be really, really important. So that is point two. So point one, take action before find, uh, before relying on motivation. Number two, getting organized. And then number three is they do not worry. And I want you to listen very closely to this one. They do not worry about the number on the scale. I can't highlight this point enough. I can't tell you how many women we have worked with who have made incredible progress They jump on the scale and they don't see a drop in scale weight or they see an increase in scale weight. And all of a sudden, they feel like they have achieved nothing, no matter how confident they felt in themselves or in their body. It's diminished in that instant because that number on the scale to them means everything. Once again, guys, I just want to let you know scale weight is volatile. Really normal to see your scale weight jumping up and then sometimes dropping and then jumping back up. When you are trying body recomposition, when you're trying to change the ratio of fat to muscle in your body, which you all should be doing, you should, if you're trying to lose weight or if you're trying to improve your physique, either option, you really want to be focusing on building muscle and keeping body fat to a minimum. Now that is not going to mean number one, there might not be any shift on scale weight, but also there may be an increase. Now people that are successful with their fitness journey don't allow scale weight to dictate to them what decisions they they make moving forward. They know it's about a part of the process. Through a reverse diet, they know that their, their weight is most probably going to spike. They know that if they're going to be eating at maintenance, that potentially they're not going to see, well, they're not going to see any drop in scale weight. They're probably going to stay the same or it might increase because they're, they're working on building muscle. And they also know that at some points in their goals that they're wanting to achieve, they may need to eat in a full surplus, which means they're going to gain a bit of fat and they're okay with that because they can, they can pan out and look at the the big picture. They know this is just a season of their life and that they're setting themselves up for long-term success. So once again, and I don't think you'll ever be able to stop saying this, unfortunately, but scale weight, not a great indication of progress. Guys, look at your biofeedback, what's happening with your hormone health, your mood, your cycle. What are your workouts like? Do you have lots of energy for your workouts? Are you getting stronger? What's happening with your progress pictures, your body measurements? All of these things are much better indications of how you are progressing over time. So they don't get hung out on scale weight. They understand it's all a part of the process and that it doesn't equal whether they are getting results or not getting results. Number four, learn to be consistent. So people that are successful are super consistent. Consistency is the most important thing. Now, what I want you to think about 
is in times in your life where you feel you have quote unquote gone off track or fell off the bandwagon, have you found it really difficult to get back on because you almost feel like you've ruined things? And this is a really big problem. This is that all or nothing mentality, that perfectionist mentality that creeps in where we think if we are not doing something perfectly day in, day out, there's no point, right? We may as well give up. We've ruined things now. When in fact, that's just life. And I want you all to to just take a moment and to listen to what I'm about to say. No matter what you do in life, there will be days when you do not follow through, when you do not do things perfectly, when you overeat, when you binge, when you don't hit your macros, when you don't work out. That's going to happen. Just accept that. Now, the most important thing, is not that action that you took. So it's not the quote unquote failure. It is what you do with that after. And this is where people that are consistent are the most successful because they don't let that derail them. They go, okay, awesome. Well, of course, at some point I was going to not, not follow through on what I wish I had, but that's okay. It's just life. They accept it and they move on and they start again the next day and they're consistent, right? Unlike someone that goes, well, stuff it, I've overeaten, I'm going to keep overeating and then I'm going to feel really guilty and then I'm going to go back to restricting and then the cycle's going to start again. So consistency, not falling into that all or nothing mentality, understanding that things don't, things never pan out perfectly and there are going to be times when you make choices that don't align with your goals, but that does not mean that you won't be successful as long as you are consistent. So that is number four, is being consistent. Number five, stop scrolling social media. (laughs) So, which is quite funny because here I am on TikTok and I'm sure you guys have found me on social media. Now, when I say social media, it is such a two-edged sword because it can be phenomenal and it can also be the worst thing for you. I find this even with myself, guys, and not so much my body image and the way that I look, but probably more so with business with me, is that if I spend too much time looking at people, even people that are where I want to be, I can find myself comparing myself to them. And I can just be having a really bad day. And if on a really bad day, I get into that mindset and I just allow myself to keep scrolling it really affects it really affects my mental health and how successful i believe that i am going to be and really the impact that i'm making in the world and the same goes in particular even more so with our body image and so you need to be intentional and mindful about the decision of who you follow and how long you spend on social media now i just also want to preface this with saying Almost, oh gosh, like 90% of the fitness influencers that you follow or Instagram accounts, the images that you are seeing are doctored, are not real. There is posing, there is lighting. I mean, for example, I just had a photo shoot, right? And it was so cool because the space that we used had this phenomenal lighting and no joke, my abs are popping in these photos. Now, we took the same, I was the same pose and we took the same photo in a different part of the gym. I looked so different. And that just goes to show 
how much lighting can play a role. And then you throw on top of that filters and then you throw on top of that Photoshop and here you are scrolling away, you know, you're hitting your macros, you are exercising, you feel like you're doing all the right things and then you see this image of this person which is literally fake, which is if you saw them in real life, they would not look like that. And here you are comparing yourself to them and you feel terrible about yourself and like you're not good enough. You are setting yourself up to fail if that is what you're doing, if that's become a habit. So please stop scrolling. Allow yourself to spend time on social media, but be mindful about who you are following and do a cull. You need to be intentional about the images that you allow yourself to see and what you are feeding your mind, because essentially it's really going to influence the way that you feel about yourself. Okay, so we have take action before feeling motivated. They are organized. Um, They don't worry about the number on the scale. They are consistent. They don't spend all of their time scrolling Instagram, TikTok, and comparing themselves to other people. Number six, they accept that any transformation will take time. Any transformation will take time. And... This is really hard because a lot of us want results pretty quickly. And even for me, I remember for years chasing quick results. And and I think that's a lot of the reason why, obviously, we crash diet and we, we choose exercise modalities that we think burn a lot of calories because we want to see quick weight loss or we want to see quick muscle gain or just any kind of transformation. And... The truth is, and, and and this is what I had to learn, I had to get to a point where I realized I was just like chasing this unrealistic expectation that I would get to my end goal quickly. And it was until I let go of that and I actually began to find joy in the process, in building discipline, in building new habits and accepting that I'm not at my end goal now, but I'm going to be building so much mental resilience and mental strength in the meantime that that's actually when I reached my, my goals, but it took time, it took years. And uh, even with myself, I think about it, like, you know, being consistent, literally being consistent year in, year out for like four years. And that's only after Sunny. And so we're talking about even before I had my baby and I've been training for a really, really, really long time and it's taken a really long time to get to where I am and I've still got goals to to achieve and I'm still not anywhere near where I want to be, but I'm not placing those unrealistic expectations on myself and the same goes with you and you need to be realistic about that and I think the most important thing here is that you learn to love the process and to actually love yourself where you're at now in that process and not feel like you'll be super happy once you reach your end goal because you won't. So you need to work on accepting who you are now, learning that through the process, you're going to learn a lot. This is where you grow. This is where the good stuff happens and not chasing quick results all the time, thinking that's what's going to make you happier because it absolutely will not. Okay. Lucky last. This is a big one. Drum roll, please. All right. Point number seven, they don't lie to themselves. They call themselves out on their own bull. Well, I'll just say bull crap. It's so much easier to blame other people for the results that you don't see or for the fact that you're not happy or for the things that you feel like you haven't achieved. 
because sitting back and reflecting and taking responsibility for where you're at is hard because you need to own it. And then you also need to make a change. And unfortunately, as a coach, you know, I have seen this where it's much easier to blame others around you instead of really reflecting back and essentially looking at life as like you're looking in a mirror as opposed to looking out a window. And that's the way that I like to think about it. People that are really actually unsuccessful in life look at life as a window and they look out and they see who they can blame for the reason that they're in the situation that they are in. And the people that are successful are the people that look in the mirror and look at themselves and go, okay, well, I know that ultimately I'm the only one that can change my situation. What do I need to change about me in order to get to where I want to be? And that's the truth of it. And that's hard because you need to essentially let go of your ego. You need to look at yourself in the mirror, be really honest with yourself and have a frank conversation. Are you doing everything right now to get to your goals? Everything. Are you doing everything right now to get to your goals? For the majority of us, it's a no. Even for me, it's a no. I think about the goals that I set myself. No, there's always more that I could be doing. There's always more. And I need to have that honest conversation with myself. And and so do you. You know, are you making the really the best decisions with your nutrition? Are you making the best decisions with your training? Are you listening to your coach? Are you, if you're in a reverse diet, are you actually eating the amount that you know that you should be eating? Are you choosing not to weigh yourself because you know that it's, you know, affecting your mental health, but you're choosing to continue to do that because you don't want to let go. All right, well, that's going to affect your results. So who do you look at? Do you blame your coach because you see the scale weight going up? Well, no, you're aware that that's just a part of the process. You need to own that. And it's just in anything in life, absolutely anything in life, taking extreme ownership and owning everything in your life as an outcome of your decisions. And there are some things in life that happen that are really unfair. But when we talk about health, fitness, the majority of it, honestly, I'd say like 99% comes down to the action that you take or the action that you choose not to take. So the seven things that make people successful in their fitness journey is they take action before feeling motivated. They're organized. They don't worry about the number on the scale. They learn to be consistent. They put limits around social media use and comparing themselves to others. They accept that any transformation takes time and they learn to love the process. And then they are completely honest with themselves. If you guys can master those seven things, I can almost guarantee you phenomenal results. So I really hope that was helpful, guys. If you want any clarification on any of those points, I just wanted to also say you can always message us through Instagram. I also have linked all of our assistant coaches, Coach Jana, Coach Kat, and Coach Vanessa on the Girl Fit Method Instagram page, and they love answering your questions too. So I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you did enjoy it, please screenshot it, pop it onto your stories, share it with a friend, leave us a review, chuck us a follow. Uh, it just means the world and it actually really helps push this podcast out so we can really help educate and empower as many women as we possibly can all right guys until next time big love coach tash Mm -hmm.